0: Hey folks, this is Bailey from Nicholas Wargaming. Hey, this is Heath from Team Table War Hawaii. And welcome to the Path to Redemption, the Warhammer 40,000 Dark Angels podcast. Uh, on today's episode, we have a special guest again. This is Adam Camilleri. I said it right,
1: correct? You, you did. You, you nailed it. <laughs> yes, let's go.
0: Adam needs no introduction <laughs> for anyone who listens to 40K Podcasting. He's a regular host on Forge the Narrative, Frontline Gaming's The Thursday Show, And is affiliated with the Art of War team through his own podcast, The Art of War Down Under. Welcome and thank you for joining us,
1: dude. Well done remembering all the the things I do. (laughs) It's it's not like we it's not like we don't have
2: a script, (laughs) but yeah. So (laughs) nice. Yeah, I mean, we uh, on a recent episode of Forge the Narrative, I heard you talking about how you're uh, you're you're calling the shot. You're gonna make a hobby goal of being the number one Dark Angels player for the upcoming twenty twenty two season. That's right?
1: That is correct. Yeah, I've kind of set myself... I like setting myself goals every kind of season. This last... Well, the last two, I haven't been able to because of COVID. There was no point right, yeah, yeah. trying to. Yeah, yeah, So this is kind of the, um, just putting myself up to it. It's, it's more, more not more of me telling it or aggrandizing myself. It's more like me just putting it out there that that's something I want to do. And now that I've said it on a show and people listen to it, I've got to do it. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. it's in the fine tradition of Adam Abramowitz, right? So... Hey, I mean, th- no, no
1: way other than just uh, say this is a thing and hold yourself accountable. So the very first content I ever made was a show called "Gaming Against the Grain," um, and mm-hmm. it was inspired by Adam Abramowitz, who's a really close friend of mine. And That's the whole purpose awesome. of that was to play what I conceptualized as the worst army in the game to try and get better at the game and be a better person by playing the worst army, which was the first Eighth Edition Space Marine book, playing Black Templars out of that. Oh. So interesting. I played okay. that for a full season, trying trying to get better at the game and be a better person. It, it was a good time. <laughs> Nothing nothing's going to make you grow like like uh, like struggle. I would yeah. never gone yeah. three and two at an event before. I would only sorry I'd never I'd never gone worse than three and two in an event. I'd only ever gone three or two, four and one, five and oh, 4 and uh, two, whatever. Um, and then my first event with Black Templars, I went uh, two and four. And I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we go. There's clearly there's, there's, room for growth here. There's clearly room yes, for growth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So starting at the bottom. All right. Well, That's so why? Uh, what brought you to forty k? What brought you to the hobby? The death of fantasy, like many, I was a hardcore competitive fantasy player, and then okay. they mm. blew it up. The maniacs, like uh, Planet of the <laughs> Apes, uh, pounding my hands in the in the dirt. But uh, I was I was forty k curious before that. Uh, which was in the midst mm-hmm. of 7th edition um, and so I just made the transition then I, I jumped straight into to 40k when Fantasy died because I had that competitive oomph in me and it needed a place to go Fair
2: enough, why Dark Angels?
1: I did not start off with Dark Angels I started off with Imperial Guard, I yeah. started off with Astra Militarum, I played them solid all the way through 7th and the first year of 8th and then I transitioned over to Black Templars and then Black Templars to Dark Angels and I've pretty much been Dark Angels kind of last about Two and a half, three years, but Dark Angels just because I am a huge Heresy nerd as well, and they are my mm. they're my Heresy they're my Heresy Legion, they're my Heresy chapter. And in fact, all my all my, my whole Dark Angels army is painted Heresy colours as well. Oh, nice! So That's what I've heard. I even yeah. I've, I've even got my own little narrative around it as well. If we want to get into that, uh, I, I think yeah. I've heard
2: you say that, uh, like the Lions come back and he's like, "What's with this green? Like green What's doesn't it? look good on you boys. Like can I, you need can I swear to." On, you
1: need... Yeah, can I swear on this show? Yeah. We'll, we'll bleep it if we I need can to. Bleep like, it he, he, like so. Line wakes up and he kills like the first four four <laughs> uh, dark angels he sees because they're wearing green. And he's like, "What did you think I was going to do?" Like, the guy, literally the guys <laughs> who put me here were wearing green. And like, black, change it all, change it all right now. And so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah.
2: Cool. So, what's made you stay with the dark angels then? Is the the heresy, or like, what what do you what
1: attracts you to them from the rules wise? Um, rules-wise, I find them to be the—they—they uh, fulfil all my little slots as a gamer. I can play mm-hmm. skews in many different—I can play many different skews, just with dark angels. Dark angels is really kind of like the most well-rounded of the the chapters. Like blood angels, cool—you can just you, can, you are just blood angels. Um, space wolves, cool—you are just space wolves. You are just space puppies. Dark angels, no, 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 no—I am Greenwing i am ravenwing i am deathwing i am so much more than just a straight up and down linear smurf thank you very much um so yeah that's that's kind of the thing i love the most
2: there's three different ways to approach any problem and uh like i guess we've we've here on the show we've we've tried to we've tried the firewing thing like hey just run a whole phobos army. you call it firewing yeah uh it didn't work super well but maybe maybe there's something to it but yeah, no, that's that's what attracted me to it as well. Like, there's three different paint schemes. Uh, there's three different solutions to every problem, and uh, you really need. That's why I think the Dark Angels are more complex, than basically, in their Space Marine chapter, is that you've got three codexes in one
1: book. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, th- yeah. The initial thing that, that attracted me to them is that I won. I, I went and won a bunch of events in Australia because I was playing guard, and all I did was take three talent masters and add it to my guard list, and then I was like unstoppable <laughs> for like two and a half months. And then I was like, maybe bastard, there's something. Yeah. Maybe there's something to these dark angels, and that just that just mm-hmm. ran into me. Just now, I'm a dark angels player. Fair enough. Oh, so that would have been back so, when you could mix. Did you manage to be the best dark angel? Okay. Yeah, that was mid eighth edition.
2: Like yeah. right in the middle of mm-hmm.
1: education.
2: Mm. So if you're if you're aiming to be the best Archangel angel player in the world, well, first of all, I mean you're already starting from a very high level of play, right? You're very familiar with the Thank game. Thank you. You, you, could, you call all these games. You see more 40k than almost anybody. So what do you think
1: it's going to take you to get there? Just broad strokes. Consistency. See, the issue for me, it's it's actually going to be quite difficult for me. Um. um mm-hmm. And in saying that, um, the likelihood of me achieving it is actually quite low, because of. The fact that I stream so much so you can't win and compete at big events when you're the commentator at big events so <laughs> right. that Fair means enough. I probably don't get to play an LVO or any any mm-hmm. frontline the vast majority of frontline gaming events so that means I need to get on my bike I need to travel to other places do other work in other arenas mm-hmm. that aren't my place of employment I guess I guess they're not yeah. where I work um so that's the big that's i think that's the biggest thing that i the biggest most likely i will not get to compete at the biggest events that means means, means i need to do exceptionally well at smaller events um, right 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 okay so that's that interesting means, perspective yeah mm, yeah
2: so that's like so gw events now count for ICC points so you're looking to attend like the gw direct sponsored yep. events
1: so, certainly okay. um i mean if gw come knocking and want me to to stream their events as well 100 percent i'll be doing that um but yeah, at the time being, I'm not part of that stream team. So if they, yeah, yeah I'll be competing there. I'll, there's a, there's a bunch of this. Look, America is like a, America's is quite a crazy at the moment. The, the amount of, like, you can go to a major every weekend, if you want, like you right. can go to a hundred player event every weekend, if you want, if you're willing to play, to buy the pay, plane ticket, um, which is a, a phenomenal thing. Um, the other thing I need to do is, is just get consistent with the army. I, I'm, I mean, you boys probably got your finger on the pulse as well you know we're not we're not winning mages at the moment there's there ain't no dark angels build that's gonna crush the meta um, especially with the advent of Tau more I guess Tau more than custodies yeah. we're actually not too bad at custodies but Tau more than that now who knows what Eldar's is gonna do to us yeah. I, I have a feeling it's not, I,
2: I just bought my uh, just yeah. bought my, my the finest plate of Eldar you know charcuterie I could this morning and looking through it it looks it looks it looks good so yeah Okay, uh, well in that, in that case what areas of your play specifically do you think you need to improve on
1: so it's um, so despite despite being an analyst and, and watching watching heaps and heaps and heaps of games I, I've played relatively few in the past two years of course no one else, okay. but yeah, comparatively to right yeah and comparatively to a lot of my peers um, and other the people I need to compete against I'm still like nowhere near them like I was in I, for those who may be in Traveling, my tracking my journey. I was staying in the Art of Warhouse House in Florida for the last kind of two and a half months before I came to to Mexico, and um, I mean those those guys play more games in a month than I had of eighth edition, ninth edition up until the point that I came to America. They just wow. yeah. <laughs> smash it out, and so that that's the kind of muscle memory I need to establish. In addition, I need to ch- I um I am too risky with my play is the best way of saying it. I I like risk reward plays and. Um, that's it's, tough on the it's,
2: Space Marine army. Yeah, because Space it's, Marine. Yeah. yeah, You don't have a lot. Of, you don't have a lot of assets, and so you need to
1: you need to expend them very carefully and at the pivotal Correct. moments. Ex- exactly right. In so. addition, uh, it's, so it's the risk reward kind of stuff. I like big plays. I like making big plays. Uh, but funnily enough, Dark Angels mm-hmm. are quite good at making big plays, but uh, the meta is not is not forgiving to that, especially with these current uh, missions. So I need right. to iron out my consistency. Uh, and funnily enough dark Angels, like are the I, I believe and we'll probably get into this is possibly the best secondary army in the game or at least in the top three your secondary game is as good as or better than the vast majority of the field so getting the best out of the opportunities that we've got for scoring is, is what i'm looking to do Okay. Let, let, let's let's dive into that real quick. Um so
2: we we talked to Charlie Andre a couple weeks ago, who's a very high performing Dark Angel player. Oh, yeah. You, mm-hmm. Potentially your predecessor is the number one Dark Angel player yeah. in the world. He placed fourteenth at LVO with like the, the oops all terminator list. And he had some stuff to say about secondary selection for terminate for Dark Angels that was very contrary to the common wisdom of like mm-hmm. take stubborn defiance, take Oath the Moment, right, take banners, right? Just play like he's like, Nope, I don't I don't do that. His yep. style of play is: you move forward, you take stranglehold, right, and you yes. play very board control. So, how do you see how, how do you see that comparing to with the with the new rules with GT Twenty Twenty Two for how many secondaries you can take?
1: Um, so, he, he's he's absolutely right. By the way, there's nothing wrong with taking your seven defiance, your banners, and your oath, but you've got to be the right game, right time. So, he's probably taking stranglehold to the last and maybe grind because you know he's playing all the bricks. All he needs to do is get one kill a turn. The likelihood is he doesn't he doesn't lose a brick a turn. He's going to end up with nine twelve points. Um, and stranglehold bread and butter. Um, yeah, where where that's the right call is that initially we looked at this book and we said, well, this is just an incredible defensive defensive posture. Just grab two objectives, sit there. You're going to get forty on your primary. You're going to get forty five on your secondary. Who, who cares what they do? thing is the game got so much faster and, and because you don't interact with your opponent they get to line up mm-hmm. all their best stuff on you, they just get to line it all up and then they just disrupt your primary for one or two turns and you've lost because you're not influencing their yeah. score, you're just doubling and tripling down upon your own and so you leave yourself wholly exposed, so his, his way is far better take away the score from your opponent whilst having a ridiculously good sword yourself um, I'm trying to I'm trying to, I'm trying to have it all right now with my builds. I'm trying to play, uh, I, so the, the big addition for, for Dark Angels was the fact that we, it, it, it's not so prohibitive to take a Psyker anymore, like it was when T-Suns and, and, and Grey Knights were, were quite prevalent in the meta. They've both dropped off quite a little bit with the advent of the latest two books. Okay. So taking taking Warp Ritual, taking Investigate Signal makes a lot, sorry. Um, Interrogate psychic interrogation makes a lot more sense, and we just so happen to have one of the best psychers in the game in in Ezekiel, so, oh, uh, yeah, for sure. That opens up a whole a whole new playbook for us. Takes takes a lot of the pressure off from having to take Azrael, having to take a chapter master or a captain, because he can give you Righteous Repugnance and a plus one attack for the grindy combats. Beautiful thing. In addition, it can just, just get you to the middle of the table. Um, then on top of that, you take Investigate Signal, Oath of Moment, you're gonna get 45 there, and you're gonna be doing the body blocking, getting in the way, take Stranglehold if you want, take Banners if you want, take whatever you like as well, take to the last. Um, and then if, as soon as you add those two players in, you add the investigate signal play. You add the, the warp ritual play. We have a plethora. You can make if if you make the right list, you can have legitimately nine to twelve secondaries that you are it is viable for you to play at any one time, and that is hugely powerful. picking the picking the right ones, and then playing them correctly is the challenge.
2: Right, and that's where the reps come in. Is you have to have my experience as a you know I, I was in the military for 21 years and I ran nuclear reactors on submarines. It's all about pre planning. And, you know, like, understanding down each branch path what what you do in the situation, yeah. right? So you have to, you know, and the, the mental fatigue that you spend when you don't have those pre-planned responses will burn you in a game, right? Like,
1: yeah, brain exactly power
2: costs calories, it costs blood sugar, and, and if you don't have that stuff locked into memory, like with a spreadsheet, then you run into problems. So... I completely agree with you. I'm interested that you say investigate signal. That's something that Bailey and I were talking about a couple months ago on the mm. show, as an interesting replacement for oath a moment uh, in the traditional Dark Angels toolbox. Do you think that's a good play now?
1: Um, I do indeed. I do indeed. I think there is a okay. great duality of secondaries you can take. You can take your traditional. Uh, uh, stubborn defiance um to the last banners strangle or whatever you take your traditional i'm going to sit on the backboard and get all my points against some people and but then you can build the duality of oh i'm going to build in the pressure of i'm just going to reach the middle of the table which gives me the leapfrog ability to go and influence your primary influence your backfield Mm -hmm. whilst just racking up points after points and what it does as well is it gives it puts the onus on your opponent to disrupt your points but not in such a heinous way like it is when they disrupt uh, stuff into fights. Oh, cool! You get right. like yeah, you three lose everything. Out Twelve out of the fifteen are yeah. probably going to get, and it co- and it costs you your best units to do so. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Let's. Yes, please. Come get some. I'm happy for you to come and try and grind into my deathwing units. That'd be fan freaking tastic. Thank you. Um, so just yeah. just to keep driving down that. So investigate
2: signal and could potentially be combined with oath of moment. Or stubborn Absolutely. defiance, and the Correct. warp ritual also has to be done in the center of the board. So you're thinking, Correct. okay, I'm going to build. I'm going to build my castle with Deathwing knights or mm-hmm. Deathwing assault terminators that are just okay. You throw everything into this, you're going to, and you're just going to stop. That's what you're kind of what the tech you're
1: thinking of yeah right now so it's even not it's not even that in uh, crazy investment of points uh i'm right now i'm switching all my all my assault terminators to just all thunderhammer storm shields i don't i don't particularly <laughs> oh like lightning claws in the custody meta they don't do a damn thing oh uh, so they're they're <laughs> okay. all dropping off it's all it's all thunder hammers and storm shields for me um and then just a raven wing um apothecary and ezekiel and if they just make it to the middle of the table that's you tell that's 45 prime that's 45 secondary points those three units if they make it, to the, make it to the center. The issue is I've found, and this is, this is another spicy thing, how do you score Investigate Signal turn one if you've taken an Outrider and you've taken a Vanguard? Because you can't take a single infiltrating unit and nothing moves fast enough to make the middle. Because oh, yeah, the bikes can can't see. score it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's okay. The, well, that's well, where like I, I said, am at I, the moment. What's the mm-hmm. way to... Yeah. Well, I think yeah, that's one of those things like there. it's the...
2: It could be dependent on on the mission, right? So if you're in a, a mission where you could potentially have a way, like if you line up on the board edge and can just move to the center of the board with a good advance roll, I don't know. That is something well, more more to follow in the space. Like I said, you've got
1: a year to figure it out. So exactly right. And we're going to go through a lot of meta changes. We're going to go through a lot of iterations. I'm I will get my ass handed to me, probably on the regular, <laughs> um, and then I'll have some triumphs as well. And it's all about the journey. Yeah. So, as far as the psychers go, uh, I,
2: I, once again, I love Ezekiel. Play with him all the time because I love Righteous Repugnance and throwing that onto a big unit of, you know, Assault Terminators or uh, Assault Intercessors. It's just, I roll buckets of dice. I re-roll all the buckets of dice. They put out a lot of damage. Uh, I'm, I've always been a little shy to take my my super high-end Dark Angel Psyker and
1: turn off all of his casting to do Warp Ritual. How do you feel about that? That's, uh, not, not amazing, but that's the kind of price you gotta pay. Um, he is, he is, what, 125? I think he's 125 points? Yeah, um, that's about right. So yeah, he's, he, he's not crazy expensive, but he's not cheap either. And he, every, so you got three powers, and I'll tell you something, if you guys, for the listeners at home, those powers are really good! <laughs> yep, they're all, they're all, really they're all really good, they're all really, really good you've got a four-way yeah. rolls to hit and wounds, you've got a fight to last, and you've got to turn off, ob- you, c- you can turn off obsec and stop actions. And those are the three powers yeah. you have to give up in order to do the action. And um, most of the time, it's worth it. And you know when it's not worth doing? When they've pushed enough stuff into you that you have to response. But see, if you get a 12 on it, if you get a 12 on Warp Ritual, you're happy it's it's it, it's it's an okay to get 12 mm-hmm. it's okay to get a nine in some games as well but having this the ability to go get at the 15 should ezekiel make the middle and they do the only times he's going to need the cast is if they try and do something about him um, apart from that he's just okay. going to walk ritual 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 or or you can do psychic interrogation whichever one makes more sense to you like if it's knights maybe psychic interrogation is better or a couple of other niche examples like they've got a couple of dread knights or something um crusher yeah, or something like um, that maybe mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, but mind you, if they're taking heavy psychic stuff, you probably don't take the psychic. You don't take a psychic secondary. That's just kind of playing into a the, uh, yeah. losing situation. With right. the Eldar changing, well, maybe we can talk more
2: about more about how the the upcoming changes to the to the meta with Eldar coming up. But why not take if why not take a an Inquisitor to do your to your warp ritual forty five
1: points mm-hmm. Inquisitor, and then yeah. Ezekiel can do his thing. Absolutely right, that's, that's totally an option as well, I'll, be, I'll def- 100% be looking into that. Um, there's also a couple of other things I do, like Cody has add some more jank on top of that, so does Eisenhorn. So yeah, you might, you might be onto it. Um, as it's right now, I just like the fact that um, mm-hmm. we don't have to take too many characters. One of the biggest issues I have had with making Dark Angels lists is just really not wanting to spend too much on characters. Right. So another thing I've started doing is dropping off the Ancient. I've, st- I've stopped taking the Ancient, the Bladeguard Ancient, the minus one damage banner. Um, which feels weird, but I just hated having like six, seven characters looking at my looking at my list totals and being like, I really don't like spending 800 points on characters because you know, you've, you've got Azrael, you've, um, you've got your Apothecary, you've got your master, you've got yeah. your Chaplain, and all of a sudden you're like, I can't in good conscience expect to win a game when so much of my army has no board presence. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Charlie was pretty, pretty adamant that without all the buffs of the Apothecary
1: and the Ancient, the Deathwing aren't survivable enough. How do you feel about that? That's because he was taking he was taking um, fist and stormbolters on everybody, wasn't he? He was taking all Dacobots. Um. Um, he had with, some well, of those. He had a mix. He had mm. he had
2: like his two or three assault terminators. I got his list pulled up right over here, so I figured this would come yeah. up. But um, he, he, yeah, he had a, probably two or three storm shields in each of his ter- in each of his squads, and the rest were mm. pair of lightning claws.
1: Yeah, basically had no yeah. shooting in his list. Yeah. So. Okay. So, yeah, if he maybe I'll be wrong, maybe I'll be I'll be proven wrong. But right now, I just like I wanted the eighty-five points, just yeah. Okay. But he didn't. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say he's wrong because he's not. (laughs) He's done so well with that. (laughs) Well,
0: and he only had four characters too, because he had a chap. He only had four characters because he had a chaplain, the apothecary, the ancient, and a deathwing champion. So, he didn't have like a, a chapter master, like a Semiel or Azrael, and a psyker. And, and and he only had one character in the HQ
1: slot. Yeah. 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 And, and while I, I, I that's one thing. I, yeah, like I said, I've never i never loved about Dark Angels because I don't know about you guys. I still love One Talon Master. I still think One Talon Master is about by his gaze. Maybe you take Rites of War. It's, Phenomenal. Yeah, hard not to like that. Yeah. 175 really powerful. points though. Whew, it yeah. blows out that HQ slot. Those points. It, it's mm. yeah. Sometimes like.
2: Moving away from the conventional wisdom, like well, one of the things I found when uh, the the first one of the Psych Awakening books came out, and everyone was like, Well, you know, for, for Dark Eldar, you can't, like, if you want to do the, the new traits and get your your Dark Technomancer's, you have to move away from the usual Prophets of Flesh. And that forced me to do other things that I had never considered. I looked at things in the book that I had never used before, and that was actually, I, I found stuff, you know, having to go out of my comfort zone that was really powerful. So maybe you're right.
1: Yeah. I, I, I do love his cheeky little Deathwing champion. Um, I prefer the Raven. I prefer... I way prefer the Raven Wing champion. I love the Raven Wing champion, to be honest. Do you guys
2: ever used
1: him, Give him a go? Yes.
2: I, I have. Um, I... Go ahead, Heath. <laughs> nice. So I, my problem with him was I didn't think he was survival enough um, because he doesn't have an impulse save in close combat and, so, and relying... So I, I, when I took him, I would usually put the armor Indominus on him uh, to get uh, yeah. the... the Activatable invol, but yeah, having a having a you know, the source of reroll
1: charges is is real good. And so maybe I was doing something different with him then, because I was I was terrifying people with him. So what I would do, I'd blade of triumph and um mm-hmm. uh, yep. imperium sword, and then turn one uh, if I was going first, I'd like I'll I'll, I'll give you the the, the it never he's never he never worked better than this. Probably never got never going to work better <laughs> than this. Um, I go first turn one against Admech. I scout move him up, move him his 17 inches because of Dev Doctrine, charge the guy's um, uh, a Skitari Marshal that is giving him out his um, all his buffs. Uh, oh, sorry, I also got the Grenade Launcher on it, so I, I hit a unit of uh, 20 Skitari with the Grenade Launcher, charge in, kill the the Marshal, and tag 20 Skitari and pile into his second unit. He doesn't have feigned retreat anymore because I killed it, so uh, you can't kill him back, two one guy has to fall back and can't shoot the other one can't fall back at all and I just yeah and I won the game nice. it's never gonna do better than that it's a lot of CP but it just flat down the game was over like the game was absolutely over yeah
0: the best one that I had was I was playing one of my buddies Orcless he had a orc war boss and I had sort of that same build on the uh, um, on the champion and he left a gap in his like spider legs of his orc boys to get to yeah. the war boss zipped him in there uh, killed him because he had I fi- uh, charged and had fight first. Killed the war boss and then did the two CP to run away and zipped him out of there. And the most important part of all of this is that I'd taken martial interdiction against the war boss because I knew the way that guy liked to play. So that was 15 points oh, right there. My God, it was amazing. Oh my yeah. God, <laughs> it's
2: it's hard it's hard to pull that off at the high well level because someone's like, yeah. "Wait, what?" But man, when you do, it's uh, uh. <laughs> it, it makes it feels so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, the addiction. the blade of tri- Yeah, yeah, it, it's a it's once again high risk, high reward. Yo, mm-hmm. and and I don't know. My I I start Adam. I suffer from the same problem as you. Is I put Raven on the board. I'm like, today's the day. Today's the day I'm gonna be cagey. Today's the day they're gonna be held in reserve, and they're gonna come out on turn three, and they're gonna be terror. And then I'm looking like, nope. I'm just gonna eat them forward, shoot the plasma, and then they're gonna die. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, uh, you mean deathwing? Yeah. You mean uh, Ravenwing knights? Black knights. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah Ravenwing Ravenwing knights or or any Ravenwing yeah. unit at all. Almost, it's
0: yeah.
1: they
2: they end up getting committed early as a screen. But I,
1: I'm I'm actually yeah. a fan of of, of a five man Ravenwing knight unit at the moment. If I had them, I'd be taking them to Adepticon. um I just like them. I like the, I like the hara- I like the duality of them being both a bull unit and a harassing unit, like harassing in combat bully from you know uh, 18 inches away and so they're surprisingly threatening to a lot of the current meta but ridiculously squishy to a lot of the current meta yeah
2: being able to pop up to three damage uh is and custodians don't have mm. any damage reduction so as long as you exactly. as long as you're able to there's a couple there's a couple tools that it does sounds like you're leaning away from but like it, without the talent master you can't really get the plus one to hit for other things yeah. uh and that's one of the ways to mitigate emperor's auspice for the custodians that say it turns off re rolls, but mm-hmm. no, they're 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 really interesting. Like I said they have a lot of different options available for them, especially in a list with Ezekiel. When they are re rolling all hits and wounds, it turns. Yeah. And and with Mark for command to put the Heavenfall blade on the sergeant, uh, that turns it's pretty it's pretty good. But like I said yeah, they're, they're
1: kind of expensive. They're kind of expensive. Go ahead. Do you prefer Heavenfall or put master crafting the Corvus Hammer? Because I'm I'm in two minds. The I like game, Heavenfall.
2: I like Heavenfall because of the extra attack because I, yeah. I want I want throughput. Um the minus 1 AP isn't quite enough for me on the on the Corvus Hammer. Yeah. But I mean there's there's something to there's that's I, I liked it a lot
1: when yeah. the the whole my whole reasoning... I, the only, only time I ever played it with Mastercrafted was when all buggies were a thing and I liked it a lot then. <laughs> and that was pretty much the premise mm. cuz like I just need more damage 3. Um yeah. yeah, that's that's fair
0: so when you're looking at your list do you have like a core so, set okay. list of units and that you just have like maybe 500 points that you swap things up because we're here talking about lists or, or do you just start from scratch every time
1: I just start from scratch every time but most of my detachments are relatively set like if I want an outrider it starts off with my one Arbiter's gaze talon master and three units of three uh, obsec bikes That's okay. that's it that's, that's that's how I start all my Ravenwing detachments, and then I build it out from there. Um, and my my vanguards all start with either you know uh, either Azrael, Ezekiel, or uh, Interrogator chap, um, and then they start off with uh, the prerequisite one big brick, um, the Ravenwing. They usually actually they just start off always like this: five five blade guard, one big Eudortermis, and the Apothecary, and then I build out from there. Um, okay. My patro- I've been playing around with the patrol quite a bit so I don't know if you guys know but we're in the art of war room uh, sorry art of war, art of war house we tested 10 intercessors into the meta a lot like we tested because uh, we found they were really good into phenomenally good into GSA phenomenally good into um, what John Lennon was running, actually respectable into, into Orcs, not horrific like we thought they were into Crusher, um, and they're actually not awful into Tau. Now, the issue is Tau p- picked them up very quickly, and they are bad into Custodes, but I feel like they're actually going to be okay into um, Harlequins. They're not bad into Dark Elder already. They're going to be okay into Harlequins, they're going to be okay into Eldar. Um, and that's mostly because I know Webways are going to be big, and I want an orspex unit. And 10, ten intercessors yeah. with Azrael, just seems like a good deal, especially when you want to take a patrol already. So, so regular intercessors or heavy intercessors? Regular, regular intercessors. Regular. Um, assault, heavy assault, intercessors assault, are too expensive. Yeah, they're still too expensive okay. for me, and uh, they're not durable. Okay. They're just not durable in this matter. Like it's just it, it's too much. You're better off going cheaper and more dudes. Um, assault bolters, so three shots, because their whole purpose is to just clear any uh, meaningless obsect that you, that they've got. Um, so between, just between, all, all you need to wipe out anybody's obsec in the entire game is 10 intercessors and one talent Master um, for Dark Angels players, and you'll just smash anything they've got that they're going to hold objectives with, as long as you can see it. Hmm. Um, another, another thing that people might want to consider, um, Eradicators with Dark Angels. Um, okay. People okay. say, "Oh no, eradicators are horrible. They're just custodians and they won't do anything." And tower will kill them. Reserve them. Bring them on from reserve. Pay two C to 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 remain stationary. Hit on twos. Kill whatever you want. That's pretty much I, the way I look at it. I don't think
2: that. Would... So when you come in from reserve, you know you're you're coming in as reinforcements, and I you I don't think you're eligible to yeah. count as
1: being well, really? stationary. Yeah, that's something yeah, right got got I wrong. I figured yeah, I, all I, they they once again,
2: far be it for me to question those
1: guys. But well, I hope, the, you, I um, hope you are correct. Because uh, I was cause, bullying well, people a little bit with
2: that. Because that, that's games. the thing we do with uh, that's the thing we do with plasma with plasma yep. interceptors, right? You drop them in two yeah. CP, they stand still, they hit on twos. But there was a FAQ several months ago that basically said, you know, the turn you come in from reserves, well, you 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 you, you count as moving your full distance, and you can't use any rules that say you don't. Which is why
1: I like hellblasters in Impulsors. Oh, yeah Keanu's having moved your full distance. Also, you're saying that you, it, it's it's eligible because you're disembarking, you're not arriving from reserve.
2: Yeah, you're disembarking, you're not coming in from reserves, right? You're not coming in as reinforcements. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of why I was like, okay, yeah.
0: It's also where your investigate signal turn one can come from too, I would think. You have a unit in an impulsor and you run it out and move exactly. it the middle of the board. Yeah.
1: That is 100% yeah. um, another one of the options.
2: Yeah. No, it, th- these are good things to. to these are. Yeah, yeah the, well, the devil is in the details for sure. So, well, and you'd
0: have to know. You'd have to go uh, look, right? If you don't play very often and have a lot of sense, if you're a new Dark Angels player and you go look at that rule book and you go, mm. oh, wow, look at this cool combo. Bring the guys in, play the stratagem, get all the buffs and shoot. Yeah. And if you didn't have players that played more consistently that do a lot of rulings, I do a lot of TO work with my buddy Chris. So like when we play 40K, it's not about beating the other person, it's about what rule interaction can we create in this game that makes us have to go look up mm. the rules. Like, it's something we don't know, and we're going to sit here and argue about it in a friendly manner, because that's the objective, because yeah. he wants to be a better TO, I want to be a better TO, and I think I remember this being one of the things we, we talked about. Yeah, And, I mean, and it's good to talk about, because sometimes, you know, these things come up, because mm. no one is a true master of the game because there's just so much and there's always something new and then something gets faq'd like this uh we were talking about it before the show i messed up combat squads at my last tournament i thought as long as you had two Mm. equal size you know like you could divide your squad evenly you could just combat squad it whenever and that is not how the rule is written and i am like oh darn well gotta switch my list for adepticon now
1: yes i uh for the for a while there i thought i like oh my god i'm just gonna take three six man units of ravenwing blacks and just split them and no you have to take well it's the jewelry's still out do i take nine or do i have to take nine and an attack black in order to combat squad my Ravenwing blacks i still don't know the answer to that but it just goes to show hmm. like there's there's very like even an expert analyst at the game which people kind of kind of call myself um i get things wrong all the time everyone gets things wrong all the time. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, like I said you're we're, there's nowhere to go but up, right? So just keep striving to That's keep learning. That's right. Nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so how are you how are you structuring your goals for this long term like okay, you know, in in January end of January early February of 2023 to see yourself as number 1, right? To go up on the stage at the Rio. Uh, how do you sh- turn that into smaller
1: goals? Like what step So one? step 1 is to maximize the score I'm going to get regardless of the win and loss, so I'm always top of my bracket. So does that make sense, what I just said? Yeah. See, maybe you can elaborate a little bit. Okay, so the best thing that that Dark Angels have is the ability to score points. Their units are fine, their rules are fine. Best thing they have is scoring ability. And what I said at the start, picking the right secondaries at the right time um, and and playing to them effectively is what I want to do. I'm not really so concerned about neutralizing my opponent's score just yet, or disruption, or any of that stuff, or or killing ability. I just want to get the the biggest score I can, so that no matter what, if I end end 1 and 4, I'm the top of the 1 and 4s. If I, I am yeah. uh, three and two, I'm the top of the three and two pile because that then I'll know that I'm in a position to progress to the next bracket, the three and four, the four and ones, etc. Whatever, because um, the, the whole goal there is to be good enough that a five and one gets me into a top eight. If, 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 are okay. Following? Yeah. Following me?
2: I think so. Is so it, I think this is uh, this represents an. I think this represents an understanding of the ITC scoring system that you correct. have that a lot of us don't. So oh, fair. Yeah, no. But so that was actually one of the questions we were planning to so a little bit more about how the ITC scoring works—that that you're this algorithm you're trying to take advantage of.
1: Yeah. So you get the scoring in the ITC is based on the number of rounds in the event and the number of people in attendance. So, but you give okay. yourself the best chance. So, and a lot of these big, a lot of these big events right now are going over three days. It'll usually be. Um, everybody plays five or six games and there's there's a cut to the top 16 top 24 top whatever um now of course you automatically get more itc points than everybody else as soon as you make that top cut and play in one more game than the rest of the field that's the best way to maximize a score above your peers and my peers being other dark angels players you, you gentlemen okay um so i don't need to be i don't need to be top of the event i just need to be top dark angel at the event and the best way to do that is make sure i make the top cut but that's the progression and you know I'll be starting it where, wherever I'm at I'll I'll play my first couple of events and evaluate I'll be I'll be like uh, have an honest look in the mirror am I a 2 and 3 player am I a 3 and 2 am I a 4 and 1 and that'll gauge a lot of how I need to ad- adapt my goals in the future
0: so how many scores can you get in
2: a Okay so four? uh first couple of events go ahead oh sorry
1: so I, I believe it's four or five I think it's five I scores think, to get a max score I, I, think, I think it's five PC. yeah Yeah, so i need to meet at least five good scores at events and i'm I'm betting that at least five like a couple of those will be rtt's but i want to have at least five two days um hopefully one or two three days in there as well um and so there's, there's a lot of this will be an interesting thing to, to unpack if you gentlemen are aware or unaware but there's a lot of different ways to play into a tournament and there's a lot of different levels of thinking and of uh, levels of play there's I am uh, all ears let's go let's go yeah so there's the, the, the bottom the bottom bracket of playing an event that everyone has to do is play the mission um, and play the tables mm-hmm. that, that are at the event. That's everybody, that's what everybody has to do. The second level up is, uh, is a proficient. So proficiency there is the baseline of anybody, what everybody should be trying to do and work on the most, getting as good as they can at the missions. Um, and, which is, and there's a trickle down effect here because the next level is getting as good as you can at your army. And being as good at your army will trickle down and it will help you be good at the missions and, and building those together, it's homogenous and, and it works together as well. And then there's building for the meta. Um, and there's playing into the meta and playing into the meta is you have to have a thorough knowledge of what's good at the moment what you're likely to see percentages how big the event is what region it is um, you know what's big there and then the top level the peak the pinnacle is when you you are so good at the game you're so good at the mission at the army at the meta that you can plan for the players that you're expecting to see and that's the kind of the, where the, uh, the professional mm-hmm. level players reside the guys that you need you know you need to beat in order to win to be number one and so you start thinking about the guys who, who, won the, the, who won this event last year, who got into the top bracket last year. I'm going to look at what they usually play or what they've been playing. I'm going to analyze that and see what I need to build to beat them. Um, but you have to be good at all those other le- levels in order to be even do that effectively at all.
2: You have to be confident that you
1: can get to the point where that type of preparation is going to matter. It's going to matter, exactly. You have to be in a position to yeah. win the damn thing for any of yeah. that prep, any of that work to even be... A factor, Um, but the baseline is. uh, is, is, is... Yep. Go ahead. No, you go. The baseline is where I'm at right now. Ironing out my score, getting a consistent, good pick of secondaries, playing the primary appropriately, making sure I'm getting the best score I can, and then adapting my army to influence where I'm where I'm weak on the scoreboard.
2: Okay, so there's there's a something that when you settle this, it drew a, a parallel in my head to a phenomenon if you'll allow me to nerd out for just a brief moment uh, there's a there's a there's a phenomenon called Bloom's taxonomy uh, it's again and and this is this is by a gentleman named uh, Bloom obviously I think it was back in the in the late 70s the 80s but it's an instructional theory it basically says hey the way that people learn is based on like there's different there's six or seven depending on which reference you look at levels of knowledge right and the base one being comprehension I understand that this is a fact. Right. And then to have to move on to the next level, which is to do operate and perform operations with those facts. You need to know what the facts are. And from there you move up and you start solving problems with it. And then you move to analysis and then you move to creation where you take all these things. So you have to, you have to build the base of the fundamentals before you start moving up and those higher levels, which, and that's where real like critical thinking is, is a, like, like level five. Right Before yep. you, you have to have all the tools in your toolbox, and you have to be practiced and experienced with those tools, and know when to pull, and then once you have those tools, then when do I pull them out?
0: Mm, exactly. That's
2: what, then, then yep. okay, when do I pull these things out? Now, I layer the missions on top of that, right? And I have to be practiced with the missions, and then you look at the matchups, and the, yeah. So that's what definitely, it sounds like you're, we're, we're, we're talking about something in that kind of framework.
0: That just gave me PTSD from all my education classes. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's called
2: it's called uh, it's called Bloom's Taxonomy. As I said I my my current profession. I'm an instructor, so I uh, yep. I I I, I, te- I teach people basically how to run nuclear power plants, uh, and, and no that's one of the like things I angels. put. Uh, yeah, I roll it into all of my stuff. Okay, what level what level of understanding does this concept require? Right, and you Weapons tune it to that.
1: And, from the dog yeah. age. Did <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you guys <laughs> one of the one of your lectures? Yeah, one of your lectures. Just uh,
2: yeah, I'm not gonna say I uh, don't wear my Dark Angels ball cap when I'm at work because I, I do. That's <laughs> sick. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I was a school teacher oh, man. for six years. So okay, so yeah, yeah. So that's one of the common grounds that we have. when We were starting to make this show. Was we're both educators. So okay. That's cool. Uh, so that's really well, cool. let's 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 have, let's. Have, where do you evaluate yourself on that current scale? I think you probably towards towards the bottom
1: uh, I'll, I'll start my exp, my expectation will be three if I'm going to a five round my expectation will be a three and two player in a five round okay. um, I think you're an
2: interesting point because you've got like because of your your, your your job you've got that top level knowledge about all
1: the players so your pyramid's I'm... kind of upside down maybe it's totally upside it? down, man. <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't going to point that out because it's just a weird thing. To, yeah. now that I've explained the theory to flip it on its head and confuse mm-hmm. everybody. But yeah, I have... Mar- I, I, I. It's actually a downside because I get so caught up in what the top players are doing and what the best players are doing that I you know, forget to account for T suns. I don't adequately account for Orcs. I don't acknowledge that Knights can just run you over on any given day. And I'm, I'm just stuck doing my head in about what am I going to do against Tau and Custodes and Eldari and all this stuff. And so it's kind of, it's a little bit of a detriment. And that's why I don't, I, I think I'm more of, I need to adjust on the fly after I have data because trying to do any analysis on where I'm at right now. what I, I honestly haven't played in, in an event in six months. I haven't played in a tournament mm-hmm. in six months. Because of COVID mm. and streaming all of them instead of playing in them, um, so yeah. yeah, it's it's a bit of a detriment.
2: So definitely, it's interesting perspective that like all the exposure you get by watching the games has potentially impacted your ability to play them because you just have you have this decision paralysis, right? I have access to so much information mm. that maybe I don't know what to do with it.
1: Exactly right, and only I, yeah. I when you see so many games from a bird's eye perspective you lose perspective of the the minutiae the little micro interactions transactions things you're setting up for you just and hence i get caught up in the big place like i love there's nothing better than five ray of black knights come out shoot something to death charge kill something bounce back to safety and then I I measured off by two inches and one guy can't quite make it behind the the line of sight blocking terrain and I lose the whole unit and I waste four, I used four CP to do it. And four like, CP to do it. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking. Talk, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I need to iron out that stuff, or just stop doing it because it doesn't get me the result.
2: I guess in the data comes from the the decision comes from when is this going to be the right play, right? What circumstances <laughs> yeah. enable this play to yep. be to happen? And I think that's one of the things that you know you could potentially turn as an advantage. You know, with the amount of times you're, the amount of stuff you see, is instead of focusing on the big plays, you start, hey, let's not talk about the fancy flassy stuff, right? Let's look at the blocking and tackling.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose. My, let's look at the dribbling. Yeah, my biggest uh, strength I get from all that stuff is the ability to find out what what uh, to, ability to know what a list does, bef- like as mm-hmm. soon as I look at it. I look at a list, I'm like, I know exactly what that's going to try and do to me. Bang! That's the that's the best thing I get from right. all, all that stuff um but once again because i usually am analyzing the best lists i know what the best lists are going to do to me and then i see some wonky combination of (laughs) yeah whatever (laughs) i'm like uh never heard of this this is going to be bad and i get in my head and yeah i've also got adhd Like pretty full on. Like my whole commentary and podcasting has been me weaponizing my ADHD. Um, but on the table, it's quite bad because I get like that screen of a thousand different equations run past my head, and then I pick the wrong one. Oh, well,
2: yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, good on you for, for taking you know you know neuroatypical and turn it to your advantage. But I mean, all <laughs> the smartest Thanks. people in the world are 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 somewhere are somewhere like that.
1: You know, like spectrum. I said, yeah, I ran yeah. nuclear. Uh, yeah,
2: I ran nuclear power plants for twenty years, and I'm telling you, none of us were normal. So <laughs> <Yes>. it takes <laughs> it takes a special type of person to do that, and you can take that and really definitely turn it. You know, I said your ability to process information and look at all these things, and just with some discipline, you know, you can you can focus it down.
1: Thank you. That's right. another. Yeah, that's another thing that I need to I get good at, uh, especially CP discipline. We like most of my lists don't start with all that many. And uh, yeah. mm-hmm. usually I don't make it. They don't make it through turn two, those CP. Um, so yeah, I father this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn turn two, like move forward, blow the weapons of the Dark Age, blow everything. You know, mm-hmm. dump six CP in my alpha strike against yep. orc buggies, and let's see if I can, you know, do enough damage to hold this off. Yeah, that was my last tournament. Was only game I lost was against orc buggies, and I'd never played the list before. Mm. But. Ugh, yeah, my,
0: my cp uh, discipline issue is getting the reveling bikes into combat interrupting so that i can fall them back out of combat and just dropping four points on a small squad of bikes every game yeah. or doing it with some il or a talon master or something like that and that just messes me up big time
1: That's fair. It, it really does. When you when you drop those CP and it doesn't pay off, it's it's a real feel bad. Or you know the only way to stay alive in the game is to get off just the premium status grenade. And you're like, this I've, I'm paying two CP to roll this one dice on a two-thirds chance, and you fail it. And you're like, I'm going to pay yeah. another CP to re-roll this dice on a one-third chance, and you fail it. And you're like, well... F me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah.
2: Yeah. The the stasis grenade is the uh like I said when we did our initial review in the codex we said I say I think this is going to be like one of the premier tactics in this book is is figuring out when and where to use this. Mm. And uh, yeah, I said 2 CP on a on a 66% chance. That's
1: that's tough. I but, just wish there was a 2 plus ballistic skill unit we could put it on. Like that could take a grenade launcher, but nobody's nobody's got BS2 plus. It's all 3 plus guys Yeah, well
2: I mean, if you, um, if you have your... If, you, if you're if you thinking ahead of turn, and you have your raving Apothecary who doesn't move, then he's ballistic skill 2.
1: Yay! <laughs> yeah, you
2: gotta line up. But, well. yeah, yeah, it's... it's Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Or, you know, if you have your Chapter Master that can put a re- character reroll on him. Yep. So, yeah, that's it. It's, or you gotta... You gotta there's it a lot of different up. options. You just gotta... Mm. Yeah, you can just prioritize... Or the landspeeder. is land You want to spend yeah.
1: some more CP? Yeah. You should CP, land it's like uh, be
2: five CP into this one. This one thing. Yeah, boy. Or the dark talon flies over them. But they then just, you gotta have a dark talon.
1: Yeah. Which and I, they I just buy, get. I just get aced. I, I don't. I don't hate a dark talon at the moment. They're not amazing, but I don't hate them.
2: They're well, fine. with their points drop in the most recent chapter approved. Mm. Yeah. Listen. I was thinking two of them might be cool, but every time I write that list, I'm like, there's nowhere near enough weapons in this
1: unit, or in this army. You want me to, you want me to <sighs> and... throw, a, throw a list that I dream of running one day? Go for it. It's sure, let's hear du- sure. it. It's a double Outrider. This, uh, this is an Adam okay. special. If anybody can run this, you're going to have a good time. Um, so, first Outrider is a Captain on Black with brilliant strategist, Teeth of Terror. Um, mm-hmm. Five Black Knights... What the Ravenwing Champ, he's got a relic of the repentant because I think this was list was when Crusher was in his heyday, but also with the custodies I think still relically of Yeah, the better. yeah. Relically better. and also um, probably Eldar. Agreed. Avatars, um, yeah. Yep. Three by three uh, Ravenwing Blacks, just with chainswords. Three mm. lands, three cheapest chips land speeders with a multi melter each. That's it. Just three yeah, singles. Talonmaster one land speed of vengeance, three storm speeder hammer st- uh, thunder strikes, you can use hammer strikes if you want, and two dark talents. So that's three into blacks, uh, six, seven speeders total. Three of those. So, th- th- those who don't know, the hammer strike um, is the one with the last talent so it's got two last kind of shots but it's got bliss skill two plus base and that's the one that hits on twos yeah yeah so you, mm. you scoot around you sit at the backboard with your vengeance and you just go whoop 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 whoop, whoop just scoot along your backboard um and just pick stuff up while your bike gonna play the middle and the dark talent just be a nuisance it's got a lot of gun i'm not sure how durable it is but i think it'll be fun as hell
0: yeah that sounds like a lot of fun and it sounds like you could actually I, get I like on it win finally yeah that's... there's not a lot of core
1: it's a, it's a yeah. death on the wind engage in all fronts or north. behind enemy lines um, one, of the, one of the things I love to do is take behind yep. enemy lines and hide it I pay a CP to hide it um, Yep. don't let people know because a lot of the time I'll, I'll get two land speeders until like, you play Dawn of War and their whole army's on one side of the thing I've got two land speeders in their back line then I flip over uh, flip over behind enemy lines and like haha sucker free, C- free strat yeah definitely would have definitely would have da- stopped me
2: I want to I want to Yeah, let's 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 jump on that for a second. When do you think? Are there any other situations where you think that uh, that the the secret stratagem or the secret secondary is a good play? Because the traditional wisdom is assassinate or to the
1: last. Yeah. Um, So it's also I think although is no prisoners is hidden is tallied at the end. I think Um, it might not be anymore. Yeah, but. Yeah. They you the bonus points. Um, so you, It's two philosophies. Yeah. Either you want to pick something that doesn't get scored until the end of the game, or you want to pick something that the first time you score it gives you the most return for the reveal. Hence why I like Behind Enemy Lines, because it scores you four points on, on the flip-up. Um, and then it scores you subsequent... You know, Usually, uh, every time I've hidden Behind Enemy Lines, I've scored it minimum of twice, because I'll flip it up once, and I'll only flip it up when I know I'm going to get a second turn of scoring out of it. So it always gets me eight points at a minimum because they're not in a position to respond to me the term where I've gone and gotten the first time. Um, the other one is I'm actually considering doing it for, war, for investigate signal now or warp ritual um, when I'm hiding that triple combo because I want people to think I'm either mm. stubborn defianced um, or oath a moment. Um, or oath moment. Um, and so you can hide either one of those to go along with the combo. And so, But it's also really cool to hide things like banners to hide a stranglehold as well because people will look at your arm and be like, ho 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 he's you know just gonna sit there on his side of the board and you know do nothing and they'll prep to come and stop you and then you're like ha ha, ha stranglehold and you go get him but the that's condition- in so
2: yep. okay so, so that is okay yeah I think the conventional wisdom is is something like that but so you're taking it and saying okay I'm going to use this to create an, an asymmetry in information Correct. Then I'm going to maximize to my opponent. So maybe they deploy one way, or mentally they're geared towards. Okay, I have to go over here, yep. knock these guys off the objective. When you say, "Nope, I'm coming to you," let's go.
0: Yep, that's yes. how I do it. And
2: okay. So how has so how has that reveal worked for you in in the past? Just in terms of what your opponent's like response
1: is. Um. So it's it's oh, it's really good. So I'll give you an example. I played on the Dice Hammer. Um, uh, channel i play on their their twitch youtube channel i think it's that game was only for the patreon subscribers i was playing he was playing mono slanesh demons into my dark angels and uh first turn i shot up i double moved a unit of ravenwing bikes and then i moved up my um my chaplain charged a unit of four fiends killed three of them bounced out flipped up behind enemy lines. um because on turn one, I slung both units into there, because they both moved like freaking 30 inches. Um, and then mm. he looked at me, because he had gone first and pushed all his keepers up into my face, and I just killed the strongest unit he had on that flank and then put two units in his backfield, and the only thing he had there to respond to me was demonettes. So either he lets me get 15 points, or he turns around a minimum of one greater demon to come and stop me. Still might not stop me, because that chaplain was a super smash chaplain with the four damage, nice. which can go kill a greater demon. Like you can't just believe that he's that 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 he's going to turn around a, a keeper that wasn't going to get the charge that turn to stop me, and so he just let me have the fifteen points, and so that put a, put a huge amount of pressure on him. Interesting. Okay. T- turn Yeah, one, that's really good. When uh, that's that's kind of the best example because he's an he's, he's not a shooting army. He can't just like turn like deep strike something or pull on something from reserve to stop me. That's the best example I will probably ever have. but. What you want to do is either, like you said, create a disparity in knowledge or create pressure. Now, you can create pressure either by you know, the the story so of the like, "Oh, oh right. my God, what did he pick? I don't know what it is." Yeah, what of what state of the state of the state of the he of I don't know state of the I of the i of the state of I state of the state the hidden one is. Either that or, like I said, you just pick something that's going to smash him on the scoreboard uh, or her and be like, oh my god, I need to scramble to deny, to stop, to do more than I thought I had to.
2: So I think the situation where you pull that out is you say, okay, this is going to be most effective in a Dawn of war deployment, so it's long Correct. edge to long edge yep. on an army that doesn't have a lot of shooting. So I'm going to be able to use my mobility and leverage my ability to the maximum effort, and he's and my opponent's not going to have the ability. Okay, so like I said, you're creating a mental model where you say, okay, in this situation, mm-hmm. this is a very good, valuable play. Right? i'm going to get a lot of return yeah. this 1 cp could potentially return me like g- almost guarantee me 8 to 12 points
1: exactly right yeah but okay. and look maybe i don't know what people what people put a price on their cps but cp are there to be spent and if yeah. any you can yeah, C- yeah, for sure. you, you can turn cp into points on the board you should every single time
0: Yeah.
2: it's all about the resource conversion ratio like like cp or resource points or resource units or resource yep how am i converting those into the into the no, the, the tally, right? The, my victory yeah. points. It's all about scoring the victory points. Okay.
0: okay, so I just, I just want to... So how, how are we doing on time? Well, I was just, just going to point that out, that we're, we 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 kind of talked about maybe going for an hour. We're getting pretty close to that. Uh, so we've been talking about like what the lists are, and it seems like your lists are pretty fluid at the moment. Uh, Adam, I know mine are, and I know he's talking about getting ready to go to a tournament. So I want to throw something at you guys that i just been going in my head for a week since I just played a tournament. Think about how our chapter tactic works with fight's last abilities and Dark Angel's access to fight's last abilities uh, and the way it interacts now with, with what we're going to see with Banshees coming into the meta and a lot of the other Eldar units that really want to go first to do things plus strikes first in other areas and when Chaos comes out you're going to see it with the Slanesh Chaos uh, units, right? What Dark Angels really want you to do with um, say Hammer. Storm shields is they want you to charge the thunderhammers so we get the plus one to hit to negate our minus one to hit so our thunderhammers hit at normal weapon skill right. The problem with that is that requires us to survive yep. and yep. sometimes we can't survive if something hits you with enough dice, aka corn berserkers with chainswords or, right? Mm-hmm. That you just pick up the terminators. Doesn't matter how many there or are, they're there. Witches or yeah, they're yeah. just gonna pick them up. Yeah. So you need to be able to make them fight after you do. But you need them to charge you first because if you charge them now you're hitting on fours and then you have to spend cp and things can get messy and and then they can drop spin cp to knock you back but if you receive the charge right make them fight last uh then you're gonna get the i think you're gonna start seeing the most out of a dark angels list because dark angels are a counter-attacking army at least in close combat from what i've seen that's sort of my area of playing so looking at this you have a spell coming off ezekiel right uh, mind wipes i think the one or mind worms the first one on the list makes things fight last i have the unseen goes as a relic that goes on a character that makes a character in, in engagement range fight last and then the thing that made me pull my judicar or judiciar out of a box and try and finish paintings was that he does it too and with the advent of eldar coming out yeah. right their ability to deny spells Ezekiel does have plus one to cast, but if once someone's figured out this is what you're trying to do, they're going to try and deny that every time and, and pull out tricks on that. But having things that you can't deny do that for you are good. And then I think there was uh, a couple other things. I know champions... Don't forget can- that yep. yeah Assassin.
1: Yeah.
0: So having these kinds of yeah. things in your list I think going so forward yeah, so- is going to be really important.
1: Well, uh, to your point, I think... It, I can't remember if Kyrie Draxus is a Psyker. Um, if she's a Psyker, she could take the place of Ezekiel and or, or be, be taken in addition to Ezekiel and both of them offer you a, fight, a fight's last opportunity because she has her grenades, she throws them, she hits you, uh, you fight's last. Um, so yeah, dude, that, we have the ability to stack that. Um, do we have a six-inch work intervention baller trait? I feel like we do. Um Oh, yes. man.
2: I don't... There is one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we so, do. Yeah, we do. Makes the Judica a lot yeah, it's, better.
2: Yeah, it's hard to get away from. Yeah, it's yeah. I've done that on Talon Masters, like make a make a chop Talon Master with Heavenfall Blade and the six inch heroic intervention, the yeah. honor of the like honor of the lion or something. Here, but yeah, so six inch heroic intervention makes because the, the problem with fight Last is someone who's competent in the fight phase, they just they can you can pile in yeah. to just avoid it, right? right. You charge in such a way, you pile in to avoid it, but you need a six inch heroic intervention to really make it viable mm. um but a judicar with that could be I don't it's just that under yeah, the first legion yeah, yeah. yeah the,
0: the problem is that then yeah. that messes up the vanguard detachments and the and the outright attachments so you got to start running a more green wing list and that's yeah. not what people are doing so you True. really got to think about what you're doing yeah. when you make this decision but i think that's where you're going to start to see some of the heat Ooh. and that's where maybe you see uh, rites of war on a character more often because it's like well if you take that you don't have to worry about the Vanguard or the Outrider you just put it on a Talon master and he gives it to everything that needs it
1: I'm, uh, I'm actually a bit coming around to Greenwing a lot more in the current, current game um, I'm finding we just don't have enough stuff. We need more stuff, and um, I'm and, and stuff that's dynamic. We're we're a little bit too slow. Uh, get caught flat-footed a lot with our Terminator units. I'm still pl- I'm still taking Terminator units, but I've started to look at, like I said, a unit of ten Intercessors, possibly Infiltrators as well. Because of course, uh, Infiltrators. I need to get a ruling on this. May just be the thing we need to shut down things like the Webway. If they they turn off the Webway, you can't come out of the Webway anymore. That thing is huge. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, so Okay. I'm yeah. also looking at, of course, um, Inceptors and Radicators. never going to be bad picks for us, especially with Ezekiel. Um, I've also started looking at things like Aggressors again. Now, this is a little bit awkward. Um, the only reason I'm really looking at them is because, once again, the spec scan might become a big deal. And, of course, you have to be within 12 to Auspex scan anyway. And the Flamers are just within 12 inches. So, you know, much of a muchness yep. that makes sense. Um, and so. It, but the bolters work just fine as well and with the, the, there's a little bit less of the minus one damage out there the fists don't feel as bad because uh, of course they're strength eight so they, they smash talos, they smash Kronos, no problems. you don't get master uh, the, errat- the eradicators uh, that is right nah, the eradicators I that is right uh, I, I oh oh well. they're, 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 they're post combat they're fists, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry yeah, I was thinking fists. range yeah go ahead Yeah, I don't feel awful about them at the moment I'm just not sure they're good like I'm not sure they're good but I don't feel terrible anymore
2: Yeah, I had like 10 of them (laughs) back in 8th edition when they
1: double shot and when they didn't move but they haven't been off myself since then the biggest the biggest kicker for us is um, the fact that there's so much rend in the game that the only thing armor saves do not matter there's so much rend might as well not have a save unless you can have a 4 plus invulnerable save which we get just by bringing asriel as soon as you take these yep. units and give them a 4 plus invulnerable and they also they're also getting you know everyone wants to hit and whatnot uh they get a whole new lease on life and because you don't get like yeah. the armor saves on units don't matter like the, uh, that just means that invulnerable save is two times as important three times as important excellent
2: yeah no, I, I think I agree with you there. The like Azreal puts you into one's very specific build, which is the shooting castle almost.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Not necessarily. Like I said, like I think aggressors okay. give you that punch back, but I, I do think it's mostly a shooting unit, mostly a shooting army. Sorry. I did have a I did, like uh, once I said, once again. I tried to make a, an MSU build that was playing a Vanguard and an uh, Outrider, and I I, tr- I was trying to take three units of five. Um, blade guard vets because they're 175 for, th- for three and for five and therefore you can take a couple of talent masters and have them be your two to the lasts because they're also 175 and that worked mm-hmm. out quite well except that it, man as soon, as soon as crusher stampede came out Hiveguard guard and stuff the blade guard just explode like they they just didn't do much um, orcs were doing the same thing to them as well the blade guard just didn't hold up
0: yeah they need rerolls. Yeah, yeah the, they need re the... bad <laughs>
1: it's
0: true yeah to
2: make the blade Guard survive, they need the they need the apothecary. They need the minus one damage. In that case, okay, they just shift to shooting another unit. But wait, okay, so so with uh, Eldar coming out like basically this weekend, next codex is Tyranids. Do you think that the new Tyranid codex is going to make make Crusher go up, down, sideways? What so, do you what do you what's your feel on that?
1: The assumption right now is Crusher Stampede will not exist in the new book. Like many other okay. previous publications, they usually get invalidated okay. as soon as the next codex comes out. That's only an assumption by top players, because the assumption is, the only reason Crusher Stampede isn't the best thing in the game is because the data sheets that are on, that, that those rules apply to, are garbage. They're real bad data sheets. The only good data sheet there is the Diamond Caron. Everything else is bad to crap house. Um, like you talk about a high Specs or a Hive Tyrant, the data the data sheet, their stat lines are horrific compared to, to by Ninth edition standards because they're still 8th edition books yeah as soon as they get good data sheets if they still get those rules with good data sheets the game will end the game will be over, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it will be. It will I, be and I I be hope that dominant. is realised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. the assumption is Crusher will no longer exist with the new codex, but I expect big things from this book. I expect just to see hordes come back, which is another reason I think people should be ready to revisit aggressors and uh, intercept intercessors, because they're going to be very good if horde comes back. Especially, okay. especially they're quite good. They're all, both those two units i just listed are very good at picking up any Eldar body that you can think of, even like. Not horrific the Wraith constructs because a lot of these things don't have a 2 plus save. Sh- shooting, you know, tactical, uh, sorry, shooting assault bolters, double shooting assault bolters with Rend 1 into, uh, you know, in tactical doctrine into, you know, 3 plus armor save, toughness 6. Who gives a crap? I'm still going to wind on 5s. I'll get enough through to kill, you know, half your 5 man and then I don't have to stress anymore. Um, so that kind of stuff. Be ready to revisit those green wing elements because I think they might come back. Or mm. start slapping more storm bolters on your terminators. Uh, maybe we'll see five uh, Storm shields, five storm bolters now, or, and like with, or maybe we'll see assault cannons come back. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I feel like we're going to see hordes again, we'll see a lot of medium bugs, because if what g has done in the past is anything to go by, the worst couple of things in the Tyranid book are going to be the best things in the new book. That'll be things like Tyranid warriors, Raveners, um, you know, shrikes, I can't remember if they're in the book, they might be legended. Um, yeah, These multi-wound medium bugs, okay. These multi- something like that, yeah. Yeah, these mm-hmm. multi-wound medium, yeah. medium bugs have been garbage forever. Okay. So expect them to a be a long time on. yeah 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 and possibly kind Turn- words have, to it it have well. been a joke
2: since like fifth edition
1: oh dude yeah. it's been it's been horrible for them yeah. so I'm, I'm ready for them to be amazing and if they're amazing yeah
2: well a- aspect warriors have been a joke since third edition as exa- well exa- and Exactly. and they are fire they are it's, fire what's the best so, what,
1: what was the crap is what was the unit you never saw in Custodes before? You never saw Wardens. What's a one-of in every list now? It's a unit of Wardens. Because <laughs> Warden that's what g yeah. does. They look at the crappest thing in the book and they try and make it possibly one of the best. And So yeah, on that logic, look for a lot of medium bugs coming out of Tyranids. But that's just purely a speculation. Nice.
0: Okay. Well, gentlemen, right, we're man. over uh, an well, hour here.
1: I said... Yeah.
2: So, unless you... Uh, Adam, you got anything else you want to comment on specifically?
1: No, no, no. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. Come check me out. I don't know where this blog slash vlog is going to be hosted yet. I've got a couple of different options and I'm still sussing mm-hmm. out the format. It'll kind of coalesce over the next kind of week or so. Um, I'll be doing a... I'm a, a my first event in six months is going to be Adepticon. Um, that's if I'm not asked to stream. If I'm asked to stream or help to stream, I'll be dropping to do that. But if all goes well, I'll be playing at Adepticon with my first press Dark Angels list. You can expect an episode of one of my blog, vlog, whatever it is to come out either to be one pr- uh, pre going over what my list is, why I took it, what my expectations are, talking about a bit of the psycho- psychology of the event, and then I'll do a post, you know, how I did, what went wrong, what went well, blah, 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 blah.
2: Well, we'd uh, we'd love to have you on again sometime in the future. Well, Once again, to help maybe continue to, to, to feel out this journey of yours and see how things are evolving. Would be my pleasure,
1: please.
0: And at a meet, and at yeah. a minimum, at a I'll buy you a beer. If you if you don't have time for anything else, I'll find <laughs> you. And I'll buy right. you a beer because I'm going to be there. Fantastic, man. Awesome. Yeah. All right. all right. Well, thank you all for listening to this special, very Lovely special work, episode of the Path to Redemption with Adam Camilleri. Uh, this is, of course, the The Path to Redemption, the Dark Angels podcast. Uh, Please subscribe, like, and comment below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to us on your preferred podcasting service. And last but not least, we'd like to thank Purple Planet for the use of their music. And until next time, I'm Bailey from Dankless Wargaming.
2: And it's Heath with Table War, Hawaii. Stay loyal, angels.
1: And I'm out of five.